On this week's Big Tech Show, you might not think it could happen to you, but our guest this week explains how a significant number of Irish people may be falling victim to romance frauds online. Victims can feel a misplaced sense of shame. People can blame themselves. They feel embarrassed. And so they don't want to tell family, friends. They don't want to report it to the police. In some cases, of course, the victims are already in relationships. They're married. They have an extra reason to keep that quiet. The Big Tech Show, available on all podcast platforms. Platforms. Listen and follow the Left Wing Rugby podcast with me, Will Slattery and Luke Fitzgerald. As far as I can see, I always want to get in the Irish team. And that should be every young player's dream and ambition in this country. And if you're playing in a place where you're not going to get the opportunities in the big games, that they're the ones that get you picked. They are the ones, the Champions Cup games are the ones that get you picked. You need to be playing in a team and starting in a team for those games. It's as simple as that if you want to play in the Irish team. Every week on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the Indo Daily, you can follow us on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to an extra episode of the Indo Daily. The High Court case between sacked schoolteacher Enoch Burke and his former employer Wilson's Hospital School has reached a conclusion. The teacher who has been missing in action since he was asked to leave the court earlier this week uh, today stood outside with a statement of his own. In order to participate in this hearing, the judge has made it a condition that I accept that the issues I have raised are flimsy stupid and a waste of time. It is not possible for me to accept this. I have been unjustly barred from the trial and have been denied a fair hearing of the matter. I'm Siobhan McGuire and joining me to talk through all the events of today and indeed how this case played out over the last four days is Irish Independence legal editor Shane Phelan. Shane, you've had a busy week and today we saw that case uh, come to its conclusion. But are we any clearer on what will happen now? Um, well, uh, yeah, Siobhan, you're correct. The uh, the, the hearing uh, finished today after four days, um, uh, but we, we've had no ruling yet. The judge has reserved judgment, so that means he'll, he'll, he'll give his, his ruling at a later date. Um, what he has to decide upon is... Um, whether uh, Wilson's Hospital School correctly invoked uh, a disciplinary process against Enoch Burke, and if it was correct to suspend him uh, following incidents in which he publicly voiced opposition to a request from his then principal to address a transgender student by a new name and they, them pronouns. It, it also has to consider whether or not the school should be awarded damages for alleged trespass by Enoch Burke. And we all know at this stage that Enoch Burke uh, kept turning up for work even when he was suspended and uh, and and again kept turning up for work even when there was court orders restraining him from do so. Uh, a third issue the court has to look at is uh, a counterclaim by Enoch Burke in which he uh, claims that his suspension and his subsequent dismissal was unlawful. So we haven't got a ruling yet, but we have been given some fairly strong indications from the judge in relation to his line of thinking. Um, at the very end of, of the proceedings today, uh, Mr. Justice Alexander Owens said that he was tempted to give judgment immediately in relation to this. Now, given, I suppose, Siobhan, given that um, Enoch Burke was kicked out of the court for contempt of court 
on the very first day of the hearing, and we've only heard uh, uh, submissions and evidence from witnesses on behalf of the school. Um, that would seem to indicate that the judge is going along with the uh, the arguments put forward by the school. We can't say that uh, for 100% uh, 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 surety, but um, look, that's my best guess at it. Also, the judge did give his provisional view on the issue of trespass. He said that um, irrespective of, of questions raised by Mr. Burke about the procedural fairness of his suspension, he said that there was a clear trespass in this case and he would probably decide uh, that issue uh, along those lines. Um, so um, then if if he does follow through on that, then you're into a situation where, of, of will he award damages against Enoch Burke for trespassing uh, on the school premises? There's lots of details coming out within the last four days, Shane, that are incredibly interesting uh, in relation to this case. Today, we heard about an email uh, that came from Enoch himself. Can you talk to me a little bit about that and what it contained? Yeah, so so look, Enoch Burke, he was excluded from the court um, on the first day of the trial because he disagreed with a ruling the judge made and uh, refused to uh, uh, sit down, uh, shouted at uh, counsel on the, on, the, on the other side of the bench from him and, and basically talked over the judge and counsel. Um, and this all uh, relates to um, a complaint he had that uh, discovery made by the school. So this is where the school would have given him various documents that were pertinent to the case. He said the discovery was incomplete. He claimed that one particular email um, that there was uh, I- issues with the completeness of that email. He he, he claimed it was tampered. Um, he was also raising issues about WhatsApp messages exchanged by uh, uh, the former principal of the school and the chair of the school board. Um, and he, he was basically saying that he should have been given screenshots of these messages and that there were attachments that were missing. Um, now, on the day in question, uh, the judge, Alexander Owens, he he dismissed uh, the complaints being made by Enoch Burke. He described them as flimsy and um, uh, and he, he was more or less satisfied with uh, explanations given by uh, counsel for the school in relation to discovery. Um, uh, fast forward to today then and three days on from that, Enoch Burke has not been in court, even though He's been told he can come back come back into court if he provides an undertaking to behave himself. Uh, and we're in the midway through the proceedings today and uh, the registrar uh, basically tells the judge, oh, we were after getting an email from Mr. Burke. Um, it was kind of a little bit like uh, Love Island where, um, you know, uh, somebody says, oh, we've got a text. Um, and so that's halted proceedings momentarily. Uh, 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 the uh, a printer had to be found to print off the email and the judge went and read the email. And basically in this email, Enoch Burke uh, claimed that the judge had laughed, mocked and ridiculed him after he sought to raise these concerns. Uh, he went on to say that he was unjustly barred from the court and that he was a denied a fair hearing. Now, the judge gave all of this short shrift he said he emphatically rejected Mr. Burke's complaints. He said the school, had, school's counsel had uh, had satisfied him in relation to the issue of discovery 
And uh, he also described Mr. Burke's behaviour in court earlier this week as completely and utterly unacceptable. And Shane, we know that while this is going on, uh, there's Enoch Burke outside the High Court today, flanked by his mother, Martina, and sister, Amy. Yeah, it's really extraordinary. I mean, so the judge has every day since the um, uh, uh, Enoch was excluded, um, uh, every day since he was excluded, the judge has opened proceedings by saying Mr. Burke is... Uh, you know, entitled to come back into the court if he gives an undertaking to behave himself and abide by the rulings of the court. And the judge also made uh, available uh, a facility for Enoch Burke to watch the proceedings online. So he could have watched it in the comfort of his own home uh, uh, via a system called PEXIP. Um, and um, uh, uh, Mr. Burke never appeared in, you can see the names of the individuals who are logged in uh, on that system, and and he never appeared on that system, despite uh, it being made available to him. Uh, and then we got word today that uh, um, you know he he had been seen in the environs of the of the forecourts with his sister Ami. Uh, a Garda was dispatched uh, to find out. Well, you know, are you coming in, or 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 what? What are you planning to do? And this Garda, uh, the court was told, relayed again that message from the judge. That you know he was he he'd be welcome back into court if he was able to provide the undertakings. In addition to that, uh, the legal team for the school had been instructed to email Enoch Burke basically every day and uh, pass on uh, the judge's sentiments in that regard. So he's been told on several occasions, "Look, you can come back in. All you have to do is say yes. I'll uh, listen to the judge and I'll abide by what the judge decides." But he just wouldn't do that, um, and. It's interesting, in signing off the email, he basically said that, um, you know, he uh, couldn't countenance a situation where uh, the, uh, the 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 trial was, 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 was going ahead in these circumstances. He said it was unconscionable uh, uh, that, that they would go ahead in circumstances where, uh, you know, he, he, he was he was effectively being barred. That uh, he was, uh, he he maintained that in order to participate in in the hearing, um, that he would have to agree with the judge's view that his arguments in relation to the discovery issue were flimsy, stupid, and a waste of time. So, uh, um, look, um, it, it was clear clear from this email, he was never going to come back into the courtroom. Shane, it's been a, a colourful four days and we have been spoiled with sound bites, uh, not least from the presiding judge himself. Uh, yeah, um, I suppose uh, Mr Justice Alexander Owens has um, from time to time an interesting turn of phrase uh, and um, it's fair to say that there's seldom a dull moment uh, in in his courts, um, the uh, abiding one that I can remember is, is is that he said it's bye bye to you, Mr. Burke, when <laughs> when things came to the crunch, and uh, 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 Mr. Burke was being excluded, and uh, the judge, um, you know, he's very direct, and he he acknowledges this himself. Uh, he said today, uh, for example, um, you know, I think he was trying to maybe explain to the court why he was so direct in his language uh, to Mr. Burke uh, on the day he excluded him from the court. And he said sometimes it's necessary to be direct with people, uh, particularly when you're being dealt with unfairly. And he said he thought that he was dealt with unfairly by Enoch Burke. Uh, he said it's necessary to call a spade a spade. And occasionally a judge has to be not too polite about these things 
and drive home the message by whatever means are appropriate. So, um, uh, you know, Alexander Owens, um, you know, uh, Enoch Burke may have taken exception to some of the uh, uh, the language that he'd used, but one thing you can say, Siobhan, is that you would never be any in any doubt as to the views of the judge after hearing from him. He uh, he makes his points very loud and clear. Um, and there was a lot of, uh, I suppose, other colourful evidence as well um, uh, throughout from 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 the witnesses. Um, um, effectively, the uh, the trial uh, kind of dealt with little different vignettes or, or uh, you know, uh, things that happened along the line that led up to Enoch Burke's suspension and his dismissal. So we had a staff meeting where, um, you know, a deputy principal, John Galligan, uh, described how uh, Enoch Burke erupted at this uh, this staff meeting. Then we had evidence from the former principal, uh, Neve McShane, about uh, chapel service and uh, a dinner, um, you know, uh, where Enoch Burke basically uh, interrupted the chapel service uh, to uh, uh, say that he, you know, he objected uh, to the principal's request. Uh, we were told about how, how uh, uh, students walked out uh, that you know, people were thought this was outrageous. The uh, the principal said she was embarrassed. It was unusual that uh, a request she'd made to a staff member would be challenged in such uh, a public manner. And then she spoke about this this dinner later, where Enoch Burke basically came over uh, to her, and he got so close into her personal space that uh, he, she could feel hit, 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 the spittle from his mouth on her. Uh, she said she felt hunted and uh, and mortified after being confronted like this, um, and then we had the, the, this evidence from a, um, a a member of the the board who who's a guidance counselor in the school, Freedom Alone, uh, about this extraordinary um, a disciplinary hearing down the Mullingar Park Hotel where Gardy had to be called, and uh, she was basically talking about uh, the, the chanting that had uh, gone under got underway at this this hearing, this absurd chanting. So basically, um, uh, the Burks began objecting to, to various things once this, this meeting got underway. Enoch Burke was, was there with his sister and me, brother Isaac, mother Martina, and um, they objected to lawyers being there, they objected to a stenographer being there, and then they started uh, 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 to object to the absence of the, the chair of the, the board of management who was ill. This is a man called John Rogers. And uh, she was saying, look, the chance included where is John Rogers there is no chair of this meeting and she painted this picture of uh, Isaac Burke who's Enoch Burke's brother um basically acting as a conductor of the chanting so that they would all chant in time and uh there was uh, i suppose a kind of a lighthearted moment or or at least it drew through some uh, laughter in court when the judge turned around to her and said well sorry who who's Isaac and uh, she goes, um, he's one of the brothers, the one that carries the box. Um, and uh, look, she went on to say, look, at how absurd uh, the chanting was. And uh, um, another rather colorful comment from her was uh, in describing how close the Burke stood to the front uh, uh, table in the uh, in, in the disciplinary hearing when the chanting was going on. She said they were so close to the Mies Burke hair whipped me in the face. So you got a real vivid, vivid picture of 
the um, uh, uh, various uh, steps along the way in this whole story and the disturbances that uh, that occurred. And now we wait. So now, look, Siobhan, we just have to wait uh, for for the the, the the judge's ruling. He hasn't said um, when, when that will be delivered. Um, um, and I suppose to, 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 to slightly misquote uh, the judge or paraphrase uh, the judge in relation to Enoch Burke, he, he, he said that Enoch Burke would test the patience of Joe, but now our patience is being tested, uh, waiting for this uh, ruling to arrive. And my thanks to Irish Independence legal editor Shane Phelan for joining me today from the courts. Um, and you can follow all of Shane's articles on independent.ie. I'm Siobhan McGuire and today's episode of the Indo Daily was produced by Mary Carroll with sound by Niall McMonagall. Archive clips from RTE and independent.ie. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review. Thank you.